Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hey, hey. Hello, hello. Sorry, it took me a minute because, you know, I I don't know what it is about that purple button, but it says join recording and I just stare at it. It's kind of like, kind of like when I use the flat iron and I'm like, why is it not working? Oh, because you have to actually turn it on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, gosh, dang it. One of these days I'm going to get it. It's like the the purple abyss that you just stare into. Yeah. It's one of those days. It is. You know what? Oh, hello? <laughs> Somebody's I... trying to call me during a podcast. Like, don't they know I'm doing a podcast? <laughs> that is not acceptable. So, anyways, today has just been like, I don't know, some kind of weird. What was that TV show? Um, of, oh, gosh. It was like. Where they kept, it was kind of like Groundhog's Day where you were just having these remnants of, oh gosh, I'm, I'm totally going to lose you. But it was like, kind of like zombie crossed with Groundhog's Day. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh my gosh. No, Twilight I, Zone? Yes. Yes. Thank oh. you. Yes, I feel like I should get a cookie for knowing that. You should, I'm because that saying. was an awful explanation on my part. It really, it really was. <laughs> I was trying to, like, okay. formulate the words, and I just, see, that tells you what kind of day I was having today. Like, it was just, yeah, my brain was all over the place. Um, but, yeah, so it was just one of those days today, like, it, towards the end of the day, I'm like, it's Monday today? Like, where did the day go? Like and I by pretty fast. Yeah, and then I felt like it was just kind of a loop of another day. Not yesterday, but like it was a I, I couldn't explain it. So yes, it felt like the Twilight Zone. Like I was waiting for that na, 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 like that little sound. That's not that's like the Batman doo-doo, sound. Doo-doo. Yeah. No, that's not it either, is it? <laughs> no. It's like I can't I don't know. I have to have my husband in here to <laughs> I think I think the people that are listening that have seen it know, know it. <laughs> so okay, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna Google it real quick because Twilight <laughs> I can't even spell Twilight Zone. Okay, song. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna play it. Darn it! Oh, you should. Yeah. Here we go. Oh wait, that's not it. Just a minute. Just a moment. <laughs> we can we can still think about what it is. Tiffany Marcus is like. Oh no! I'm gonna play it. It's it's gonna be like we're gonna have sound effects. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. And suddenly, I feel like like we just moved up a level in the podcast world for having sound effects. Yeah, (laughs) just saying. If that's all it took, oh my goodness. I mean, that's at least worth a five-star review from somebody. I'm oh, yes. Saying. All right. So if you're listening right now and you haven't given us a review, please give us five stars just for the sound effects. <laughs> right? It was so well-timed. Yeah. All right, oh, girlfriend. <laughs> what you got for me today? All right. So today 
It's all about the protein. So I, I don't love protein. Yeah. I do, oh, I do too. And I don't know how many clients you get asking about protein, but I, it's hit or miss with me. Like some, that's all they hear about. And then other ones are like, oh yeah, that one's not important to me. I'm like, I don't think you understand what protein does for you. <laughs> right. So today I just want to kind of clear up something. And then of course there is different varieties of proteins too. So it's important to touch on those. You've got your complete, your incompletes. And a lot of people don't really understand how to build their their protein um, profile, so to speak, when they're looking at their overall nutrition. Right. So I wanted to touch on that today just to talk about what it is, why you need it, and how to get the right amounts for just your your overall goals and your needs. So, all right. So every, and some of you may not know this, but every cell in the human body contains protein. So it's pretty important. I mean, if it's in every cell in your body, you kind of need it. Right. Not kind of, you like, you really do need it, but really. Yeah. So proteins are these little molecules that contain um, these chains of amino acids. And amino acids basically are just building blocks of protein. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do all kinds of functions. I don't want to get too sciencey on that because this podcast will end up easily turning into like an hour and a half, two hours. But just know. I can't stay up that long. Yeah, right. Just know that amino acids um, are important in, um, protein. So, um, they're commonly found in animal products. Um, but they're also found in things like, um, certain plant sources or nuts, legumes. Um, so you can pretty much find traces of protein and, and, most things. Um, can I just say that I don't like the word legumes? Why, why do you not like the word legumes? It bugs me. Okay. Why does it's, it bug you? I don't know. I just think it sounds so stupid. It's like legume. It like, sounds, it's, like it sounds like French? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, no, nothing against the French people. I just no. think it's a stupid sounding word. I don't know. All right. Carry on. Sorry. No, I it, had to say that. No. It just, I, like an, it just has an air of like. It's like a funky sounding word. It's just like kind of a, um, a snot. I don't know. It just bugs me. <laughs> Anyway, carry on with your legumes. All right. So proteins, they're important building blocks for things like bones, muscle, cartilage, skin, and blood. Um, They do, uh, they make up hair and nails. So you'll see people all the time taking things like supplements like collagen, which collagen is a type of protein source, which helps you with your nail growth hair grows like so if you struggle with certain um getting certain amounts of protein or you have had lots of hormonal changes like things like after for example when I had my daughter I lost a lot of hair my my nails got really brittle and so after I had her in order to um kind of restore myself back to normal I started taking collagen now it wasn't like a forever thing it was just something to 
balance out and get me back. But mm-hmm. collagen, and, and we're not going to talk too much about that. We're going to maybe add it in another podcast. But collagen does a lot of great things for you um, besides nail and hair growth. It um, can also help firm up the skin. Um, it's, a, it's just an overall great source of protein. So that's what I'm going to say about collagen. I just wanted to touch on that. But that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. For now, anyways. So, and your body, it uses protein to build and repair tissue. So when you do something like working out, lifting weights, what happens? Your body is, so every time you work out, you're lifting heavy weights, your muscles are actually tearing. Because what you're breaking down the fibers, but they're rebuilding, coming back stronger. And the protein helps to repair the tissue when you're going through that phase of those muscle fibers repairing. So protein is really important for, you know, after workouts, um, any kind of injury. Um, I mean, there's several instances, but those are just the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Um, unless you have any other ones that you can think of. Um, but those, those are the main ones. So it's really important to make sure that you have a good amount of protein, um, in your diet. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on as to what that looks like. Now, proteins um, fall into two categories. You have complete and incomplete. And not all proteins contain the same amino acids. So we'll talk about that, starting with complete proteins. So complete proteins, those contain all nine of the essential amino acids. So Essential amino acids means that your body, that you're, you need those. So there's a number of amino acids that your body makes on its own. Because your body makes it, you don't require it. From outside sources. From outside sources. So those are your non-essential amino acids, the ones that your body makes. Now, there are nine that your body needs that it cannot make. It needs from outside sources. And those are, you're going to get from um, your animal meats and, um, or animal products, I should say. Uh, Things like beef, dairy, milk, cheese, yogurt, uh, fish, chicken, eggs. I'm trying to think of all of the pork, lamb, um, and whey, which you'll find in a lot of protein powders, um, and even like quinoa. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to know that you need, and I, I don't want to list all nine of them out and I'll do a post later on in the week to share which ones are essential that you need. They all have long funky names, but, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just know that there are a number of proteins that your body does not make that your body needs to get from outside sources. Right. Now, can you get, um, well, let me back up a little bit. So 
Um, let me see. What was it? Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, squirrel. Right? Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So moving on. Incomplete proteins. We're just gonna we're just gonna skip because I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> All right. So incomplete proteins do not contain all nine of the essential amino acids. So these are typically going to be your plant-based foods. So vegans, they are vegans, no, vegetarian, veg, yes, vegans, sorry. I, <laughs> vegans struggle sometimes to get all the adequate amounts of protein because they are strictly plant-based. Now, can you get adequate amount of protein being only plant-based? Yes, you can, but you need to know how to figure out. There are certain combinations that you right. can do to give you those, all of those essential amino acids. It's basically like piecing a puzzle together. Okay. I think that's where a lot of people get hung up too, is they think, oh, I'm going to go from, from this way of eating to this way of eating, but you really need to do your research and make sure you're not Mm. missing out on key nutrients. Absolutely. So, and you can, I mean, you could Google it to figure out certain foods, which ones you can do combinations together to get you those essential, um, um, proteins or, or amino acids or you could even figure out which foods contain which um, essential amino acids. Right. So, it, I mean, that's something pretty easy to do. You just have to actually sit down and do your homework. Right. So, things like beans, uh, nuts, tofu. Um, so, those are a couple examples of incomplete protein sources. Now, eating things, these items alone will not give you all of the amino acids that your body needs. But Mm -hmm. if you mix um, two incomplete sources together, it could give you a complete protein. So, like, mixing rice with beans will actually Mm -hmm. give you um, all the essential amino acids that you need. Right. Um, so let me talk about a couple of sources of incomplete proteins, and then I'm going to share a couple of combinations that I like. Perfect. Um, so sources of incomplete proteins, be like grains, vegetables, legumes, um, nuts. It's never going to be the same. I know. Nuts, seeds, nut butters, oats, and like I said earlier, um, tofu. So you could take something, combinations, you could take hummus and pita bread. Um, you could do oatmeal and almond butter. Um, you could take like a whole wheat bread and a nut butter, uh, rice and beans, lentils and rice. And you'll kind of see some of these, like if you look at um, certain cultures, like take for example, example like the um mexican culture or or spanish culture or 
um, Indian culture, you know, lentils and rice, rice and beans, um, these are staples that they use. So they've been following these. And and for, like, the um, Indian cultures, they – most of them eat more plant-based. Like, they don't necessarily have a whole lot of animal products in their diet. Right. So, I mean, it's just – they've been eating like this for a long time. And it's just, it just amazes me before science of this had even been recorded, they were eating like that. Right. So for them to know, it just, I don't know, blows my mind. Um, one of my favorite things to do for like a post workout snack, because I work out early in the morning and I'm not really hungry after my workouts because I work out so early in the morning, but I know I need to eat something um, if I may be able to function the right way. So I will take like sprouted toast, which is, it does have a decent amount of protein, but it doesn't have all the essential amino acids. So I'll combine that with peanut butter or almond butter to give me all of the protein that I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just one of the things that I like to do. Now you can do things like protein shakes um, or supplements, but that's personally not something I recommend doing unless there is a specific reason need for it, uh, a need for it other than, Oh, well, I just heard it was a good way to build muscle. Right. Because now I do, I will do protein shakes from time to time, but it's not something I plan in my everyday diet. And it's usually because I'm on the go and I know it's something easy for me to grab. I can put, um, you know, certain vegetables and fruits and healthy fats in it. So I'm getting like a well-rounded meal, but it's just accessible and easy. But right. that's something – and I know what's in my food. I know what's in the protein powder that I'm using, so it's not a surprise. Right. And that's about the only time that – well, you know me, but that I recommend – that's when a shake is a good idea. When mm-hmm. you're you're on the go, you're running out of time, you need to hit your protein intake for the day, or maybe you're shy on your fruits and veggies, it's a great way to throw them in on the run. Um, but – Honestly, we should be focusing on getting those those macro nutrients from whole food sources. Absolutely, as much as possible. Yeah. Um, because when you put something in like a shake form, it's already broken down in a way that your body doesn't necessarily get. So, okay, for example, when you take a piece of fruit like an orange, um, and you eat it that way, you're getting all of the, the good stuff with it. You're getting all the meat, all the fiber is still intact. But when you turn that orange to juice, you're just getting the liquid. You're not anything else. You're just getting the liquid. You're missing out on the fiber. It's already broken down for you. So your body doesn't need to really 
break it down as much and it actually slows not slows your metabolism but you know your body doesn't have to work as hard so it doesn't burn as many calories to digest it as it would if it was all intact does that make sense yep um so it's really important to try to get whole food sources as much as possible in your diet now if your diet doesn't allow for that that's okay just, but don't do it just because you heard that it'll help right. you build muscle or right. that you, someone told you you should be doing it just because like that's right. what everybody's doing. Make right. sure there's a legitimate reason why you're doing it. And of course, like we've talked about in other episodes, make sure that it's a quality protein source mm-hmm. and that it's not some garbage you're getting on the shelf, you know, the bottom shelf at the dollar store. <laughs> That's not doing you any favors. (laughs) Right. Um, And uh, if you're not getting adequate amounts of protein, you may need to supplement in certain ways. Like if you're just say you, you have a struggle eating protein. um, You don't like the way meat tastes and you have a hard time. You're, you're a very picky eater and you don't, um, like a lot of the incomplete protein sources, you may have to supplement with something like a shake. So there is a place for it, but you have to educate yourself enough to know where that place is and whether it applies to you. Yep. So um, now with that being said, you, since we're on the topic of shakes, we might as well talk about, um, whey versus like plant-based and we did plant-based episode uh not too long ago so i don't want to go into too much detail you can always refer back to that episode but it's important to know which one of those applies to you or which one you should be using if you have dairy sensitivity um you can't handle lactose um or whey then you probably should avoid doing a whey protein powder. Right. Because whey and some people, not everyone, but a good majority of people can cause inflammation. Their body just has a reaction to it and they get um, bloated and uncomfortable and gassy. And so in that case, I would say, okay, maybe you should avoid a whey protein powder and look at something maybe like a, a plant-based protein powder. Right. Now with plant-based, you have to be careful because they can put all kinds of other fillers in it. Because they're trying to make it taste better. They're trying to make it more appealing. Yep. Because some but, of it tastes just like earth. Like dirt. <laughs> and so you have to read the labels. And you have to make sure that you are getting all the essential amino acids that there's you know, that, um, you would get from like a whey protein, uh, powder. Yep. Uh, I do recommend if you're doing plant-based to try to get a blend Mm -hmm. if you can find one and there's different brands. Some are good. Some are crap. Um, so again, do your research. Some of them carry high amounts of metal from the pesticides. So that's another thing that you have to be careful about with mm-hmm. plant-based proteins. So again, 
do your research just like you would anything else. Do your research to figure out what is going to work for you. Now, recommendations as far as how much protein you should be getting. There's so much out there. And I can share with you what I recommend for my clients. Um, now, we use this as a starting point. Usually with my clients, especially my nutrition clients, we, we start out with the recommendation and then we adjust after they've been on it for a little bit because they keep a diary, not just of what they eat, but how they're feeling, how their body's reacting, how they're sleeping, you know, all of those other factors to kind of figure out, okay, are you getting enough of these macros? Um, are you getting enough of these vitamins? What should we cut back on? Or mm-hmm. what do we need to add more on? And sometimes it requires blood work. Um, but it's a good uh, starting out point. So I recommend um, the standard, which is 0.8 grams per kilogram or in the U.S., 2.2 pounds of body weight. So mm-hmm. if you're 140 pounds, you'll divide that number by 2.2 pounds. And then you'll multiply it by 0.8 grams. Right. And this is for the average person. Right. If you're an athlete, you're going to need more protein because you're working out more. Your muscles are breaking down more. You need to get more protein. So for an athlete, it would be 1.2 to 2 grams per kilogram of body weight. Now, 1.2 would be more like your, your runners, your um, sprinters, and your two grams would be like your bodybuilders, your football players, your, I mean, really um, strength athletes where endurance is more on the lower side. Mm-hmm. To give you an idea, for for women, the average is usually about 48 to 54 grams. And I was actually shocked when I looked this up a while back. It, I was thinking that most Americans ate um, too much protein. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to find out that more and more they're not eating enough. I know. And it's so busy. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that because I, know. I would die at like 45 to 50 grams of protein. I know, but you also work out more, so it makes sense that, yeah. Um, I mean, when I say average is 48 to 54, this is just for the average person, one that doesn't work out, you know, a whole lot. Yeah, but it makes me think it's like, what are you eating? Yeah. (laughs) Or or what are you not eating? Like, I'm just trying to, and I don't mean that in like a bitchy, I'm better than you way. It's like, I want to figure out how the hell these people are existing like what are they eating right (laughs) to to not get any protein it just blows me away well they're eating carbs or they're eating like they're eating junk food they're eating they're going to mcdonald's and having they're having a burger but it's not really that yeah that's not really meat (laughs) like it's something that's shaped to look like meat right meat like product yeah so i i think that when they're saying that there were and like not 
Now, not everybody. There are some people that really do overeat. Sure. On protein. But then there's other ones that just way under eat because they're eating, especially like kids. Yeah. Like if you think about the stuff, that they're getting like potato chips and mm-hmm. like ding dongs and donuts and um. So I'm not saying like all Americans. Yeah. Um, under eat, there are a large amount that still overeat, but there's not like a happy medium. Right. There's not like a a middle ground to where people are like, yeah, I'm pretty much on point with my with my protein. Right. So I'll have to find that article that because it just blew my mind. Yeah, let, like, me, let me know. I'll attach it to the show notes too. That's yeah. interesting. So um and again, it's not it, it was just saying oh, oh there's a large chunk. It's not everybody that under eats protein but I think the majority of what they were talking about were mostly like younger kids or teens um I think it's more of like the adults that tend to overeat on their protein I can see that for sure so but again these are just recommendations good starting points and this is um basically what the uh, Gosh, what is the name of it? The FDA. Mm. Um, their recommendations. Sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> totally so, spaced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do change from time to time. Yes. Not a whole, I mean, it's not a huge jump, but it's good just to start out with a recommendation and figure out what works for you. Exactly. And that's, that's what I... That's yeah. all it is. It's a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Because they can't say exact. No one can tell you exactly like, okay, yes, this is where you should be. They can't tell that by looking at you. And sometimes they can't even tell it necessarily by your blood work or by, um, you know, your body weight and mm-hmm. your height. And like, it's something that you have to, it's a trial and error kind of thing. I wish. Do you know how much easier our jobs would be? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. It would be awesome. I was like, what, isn't there a cheat sheet somewhere that right. should tell you what exactly? Right. But, I mean, and it's funny because every nutrition client I have, you know, I start with the recommendations. And it's so funny. I think that, you know, okay, I had this client over here that basically mimics all of the things of another client that I had not too long ago, mm-hmm. but then we end up going a completely different route right? because of things that they're noting, how they're feeling um, throughout the process, just how they're developing over time. So it's just funny mm-hmm. to, to see how that all, that all that works out. Yes. Just proves how individual we are. Right. And how no matter what diet you find out there, it says, oh, yeah, this diet, you're going to lose weight. And, you know, it worked for 100 other people. It'll work mm-hmm. for you, too. Oh, well, sure. Sure. Yeah, it'll probably work for you for, like, a minute. Yeah. Yep. It'll uh, it, it'll work for the time you do it, maybe. That's yeah. It. Yeah. But there's so many other factors that play. And what is it doing to your metabolism? Right. So... Yeah. Good stuff. 
good good stuff so that's basically all i had i mean protein i could talk about forever there's so many there's so much science behind it mm-hmm. um but again uh, i don't want to turn this podcast into a two hours i think i think about 30 minutes is good yeah you know that i think when you touched on the fda and the recommendation one thing with health and fitness and nutrition and all that is it's constantly changing mm-hmm. and it's, that's never going to stop because we're, Mm-mm. we're continually learning more, doing more research and studies. Um, and there's a lot of things like we don't know how it's going to play out, you know? Um, so it's just all the more reason to be your own advocate. It's a trial and error thing. There is no one size fits all. Mm-mm. Yes. I'm so glad that you said that because it really, like you really, you just have to take ownership of your health and mm-hmm. we can point you in the right direction. We can give you starting out tips, but you really, cause even with my clients, I'm like, I'm not sitting in your shoes. Right. I am not there with you 24 seven holding your hand. Right. I don't know how you're feeling. I I can't tell you unless you're writing it down what the next steps are. And that's why it's so important to journal, Mm -hmm. um, not just what you're eating, but how you're feeling, like your sleep, your stress, your water intake, your activity levels, all of that stuff should be documented. It matters. It does matter because it all ties in together. Mm -hmm. And if one's off, it could easily knock the other ones off too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's not a, oh, what's the word? I was going to say all or nothing, but that's not right. Um, it, it's not all or nothing, but it's, you can't just go fix like one little thing and thinks it's, think it's going to fix everything else. Right. Like it's all tied together, you know? Yeah, exactly. There was a, I'm trying to remember it now and I can't, but there was a leaky pipe analogy that somebody had explained to me a while back, basically like, okay, if you have a leaking pipe and you just put a bandaid on it, but it, you know, it doesn't fix the problem. And then because you didn't fix the one pipe, the other pipes affected, and then eventually your house gets flooded. Right. I mean, the analogy was so much better than that, but yeah, <laughs> I get you. But that's I got all you. I can remember right now. Um, it's so good too. Oh, one of these days I'll have to share it on here. But um, one of it, these days it, we're gonna have to have an episode for all the things we forgot to say. Right. It'll just I be a random list that. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So do you remember on episode 23 right. when we talked about. <laughs> and I well, couldn't think of the word. Here yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So nutrition is always. And, you know, like, like we said before, eggs one minute was bad and they were good. Then you had to watch out for this. And then, then it was the egg yolk that was bad. Right. And so you know, it's always changing. We're always finding new things. In my opinion, my personal opinion, if the good Lord made it, it was meant to be eaten in some way, shape, or form. Maybe not in nothing in excess, but 
in in my opinion, that's how you look at it. If it doesn't have a label on it, um, then more than likely it should be eaten. I agree. And here's a pro tip. If you take the Reese's out of the package, it no longer has a label on it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the good Lord wanted us to eat Reese's. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. And in and out uh, burger, right? <laughs> did, did you see my post that I did the other day? It was talking about Reese's peanut butter yes. cups. And if anybody had a, a, a recipe for it out of cauliflower. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yeah, that was hilarious. Do you know how many people messaged me? I was like, I got my pen and paper out and I thought you were going <laughs> to give me a, a, a recipe for it. And all I said was, okay, step number one. Put the cauliflower back in their fridge. Step number two, eat the Reese's peanut butter cup and enjoy. Amen. <laughs> that is that. how you do it. That is how you do it. You eat the, the cup and you move on. Yeah. Yeah. But, funny. I mean, to me, yeah, no, there is right, though, I agree. nothing that that is, I mean, yes, there are some things that aren't the healthiest for you and that you should try to avoid as much as possible, like on a regular basis. But I don't think there's any one thing that you should just not ever enjoy. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Because otherwise you're going to be miserable. Yep. Um, If you think about your kids and you take, they have something they like to play with and you take it away. What are they going to want to play with? That's all they want is that one Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The same thing in us for us adults. Yes, when you take away our favorite food item, what are we going to want? We're going to want that food item, and we're going to be miserable until we get it, and all we can fixate on is the fact that we don't have that one item. Yep, yep. I don't think we ever outgrow that. (laughs) No, no. So it's just better to know that, yeah, I can have it. I just can't. I need to enjoy it when I do, but it's not something I can have all the time or I should even have on a regular basis right you have to look at it as is this serving me well is this helping me get to my goals you know okay have it on occasion enjoy it but otherwise it's not doing you any favors don't do it every day (laughs) yeah well and I I mean I um and this is where it gets kind of tricky so I am not all about those like challenges and I know you're not either like Mm -hmm. those 30 but I am for cutting out certain items like as much out of your diet for the first 30 days to flush out the toxins like just to get your body now I'm not telling them oh you can't like I have a no food list like these are things you need to avoid over the next 30 days when they're starting out Mm -hmm. I'm not telling them they can't have any of them but I'm saying you need to really seriously take a look at this list be like okay do I need these things is it going to set me back because when you go without those things for a while you don't have those cravings as much right so I will tell them to try to stick to that no food list and not look at it as like oh once that 30 days is up I can have this as much as possible no just be like okay once the 30 days is up I can have it sparingly Mm-hmm. And I'm going to factor it in to my daily meals, but it's not something that I can just, you know, go to town on after those 30 days. Right. Yep. So that is a good idea. All right, my dear. Well, did you have right. anything else you wanted to share about the wonderful protein? 
Um, no, I think this, uh, this explanation combined with the one we did a couple episodes back about protein, um, hopefully that will give some people some good direction if they're just starting out um, so that they can do their own research and figure out their protein meat protein needs and the best sources in which they can get it from so yeah and adequate amount of protein can help you protein is really good for weight loss now I'm not advocating like just do like all protein Mm -hmm. it helps with weight loss because it keeps you satiated right you're you know it's it's hardier than if you were eating carbs um it helps build muscle which helps speed up your metabolism Right. So it really is important. I'm not saying any one macro is more important than the other. They all have their special attributes Mm -hmm. and they all are needed and you need to figure out at what rate you need them because what you need them is different than what, you know, your friend may need them at or your husband or wife or, you know. um, Right. So it's just really important to know what that is. And that means you got to do your homework. Yes, ma'am. Another one for the Be Your Own Advocate. Yes. Yes. And, of course, if you are not still not sure what to go, what, what sources to trust, you can always reach out to us. And we'd be more than happy to point you in the right direction. Yep. Our our info is always in the show notes and at the end of the podcast, but you can find us on our Facebook page and on our Instagram accounts, which you'll hear about in just a second. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.